What your shop is missing is simple. It's something called Standard Operating Procedures, or SOPs as more commonly referred to. SOPs can replace the chaos in your shop with consistency, quality, and reliability in your repair process. The fix is fairly simple in concept, but it'll take some work and some commitment to create and implement in your shop environment, but absolutely worth the effort on many levels. Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast with your host, Rick Sellover, where minor adjustments produce major improvements in mindset, personal growth, and success. This is the place to be every Monday, where we make small improvements and take positive actions in our business and personal lives that will make a major impact in our success, next level growth, and quality of life. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mind Wrench Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Silver. Thanks so much for stopping in. If you're a returning listener and haven't done so already, please take a minute and click the follow or subscribe button and then rate and review the show. When you rate and review the show, the algorithms for Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and all the other platforms will see that it's valuable and show it to more people that have never seen it before. And hopefully it can help them too. I would really, really, really appreciate your help sharing this word with your friends and family as well. And if you're a brand new listener, welcome. I hope you find something of value here that helps you in your personal or professional life as well. Please make sure to click the subscribe or follow button so you never miss another episode. How many different ways have you heard someone in your front office answer the phone? Jake's Body Shop, how can I help you? Or Jake's, Mary speaking. Or this is Jake's. Or maybe even a simple, hello, what can I do for you? Sound a little familiar? Let's walk back to the metal department. Here we see one car partially disassembled with a mixture of removed and new parts inside and on top of the vehicle. No parts cart. While the vehicle in the next stall has parts on a cart, but no spark deflection paper in the door opening as the tech is welding in a rocker. Hey, do you smell something burning? And maybe the SUV in the next stall has that freshly installed and cut-in hatch being removed because no one bothered to check to see if it was the correct hatch before cutting it in. And now that job will sit while the correct hatch, hopefully, is ordered. I'm sure the painter will be jazzed about that one, right? And we're not even looking at the variations in panel repairs yet. Let's just skip past the paint department where one painter waits until the car is in a booth with two coats of color on it before checking the color match while the other painter has his spray outs done before the job even gets taped up. Nope, we're skipping right past that. Let's head right back to the detail area where some jobs get vacuumed while others just get blown out with an air blower. Certain cars get the painted areas wheeled and finished with an orbital polisher, and some don't. No particular rhyme or reason, just depends on how the detail guy feels that day. Are you noticing something missing here? like consistency or quality control or, or any thoughts of customer satisfaction. Or maybe you're on a fence with a DRP that you don't want to lose. Does this sound even in the slightest bit like your shop or maybe someone else you know's shop? It's okay to admit it. No judgment here. The fact is there are literally thousands of shops that operate in this fashion every single day and have for decades. But that doesn't make it right, and it also doesn't make it sustainable in today's collision repair business model, nor in the all-important customer experience, does it? 
So what am I missing? How do I fix this? What your shop is missing is simple. It's something called Standard Operating Procedures, or SOPs as more commonly referred to. SOPs can replace the chaos in your shop with consistency, quality, and reliability in your repair process. The fix is fairly simple in concept, but it'll take some work and some commitment to create and implement in your shop environment, but absolutely worth the effort on many levels. This week, I want to help you through what this process will look like for you, what SOPs truly are, why they're important, whom does it impact in your business, and what's involved in how to accomplish this necessary upgrade to your shop. Standard Operating Procedures, or SOPs, are not something new. They've been used in most industries for decades. Although not as common in the collision repair business as one would think, I could not find any hard data or any hard numbers on this, but based on my experience in the field over the past 20, 30 years, I would venture to guess somewhere between 80 and 90% of non-MSO shops do not have any SOPs in place, which is somewhat alarming when compared to many other fields. If you want a great example of what SOPs look like, just look at any medical facility that you enter, especially like an emergency room or a clinic. Every wall, every cart, every station, and every room has multiple SOPs posted, and staff are trained extensively on how to follow these instructions to a T. When you're dealing with people's health and safety, you can't afford randomness or inconsistency in procedures, right? But wait, with all the technology, safety features, and complexity of today's vehicles, are we not also dealing with people's potential health and safety concerns as well? So that leads to the question, why aren't more shops putting a set of SOPs in place for their business? I mean, every fast food joint uses SOPs. Big box store chains like Home Depot, Lowe's, Walmart all have SOPs in place. And none of those have any bearing on your health or safety, right? At most manufacturing facilities, it's mandatory to have SOPs in place. And from my experience in working with hundreds of shops, I witnessed all the benefits gained from making that change. There is absolutely no good reason to avoid creating and implementing your very own standard operating procedures for your shop. So let's dive in, shall we? Number one, what are SOPs? Well, they are prescribed, written methods to be followed routinely for designated operations and situations. They are documented methods to help ensure consistency and quality in work. They are written instructions to document, operationalize, and communicate processes and best practices. And they are a list of essential tasks and how to do the tasks for business success. A well-thought-out SOP manual can be produced and shared with every employee as their own living document. Have you ever looked in the mirror and said to yourself, how come I'm not further along than this? Or why can't I ever seem to get ahead? Are you frustrated with life? unsure of your future, wanting to make a change in your current situation, but too scared to make that next move? Maybe you want to reach that next level in life or in your business, but not sure what the right move is. Or maybe you feel the best thing to do is nothing at all. Many of you may not know, but along with hosting my own weekly podcast, I'm a personal development, mindset, business, and life coach, where I focus on helping people with self-development, mindset, and how to make positive changes in their lives. And trust me, with all the negativity we've had to deal with these past two years, I think we all need some positivity. A positive change 
and a fresh approach to our life or our business. Sometimes talking to the right person can make all the difference. If you really want to start making those changes in your life, take action right now. Reach out and email, text, call, or direct message me as soon as possible. Do it right now. I'll set you up with a free consultation call and pre-qualify you for either the one-on-one or business coaching that you really need to get your life or your business on the right track to success. Appointments are available right now. What can good standard operating procedures do for your shop? It can transform your shop from a world of chaos, missed deliveries, inconsistent repairs, and upset customers and bad reviews online to a world of smooth operations, consistently high-quality work, better CSI scores, and Google ratings. Reduce stress and on-time completed jobs delivered to your customers. They can ensure consistent results on each repair. They can minimize errors, reduce or eliminate rework. They can support quality goals, ensure better CSIs. They can save time and improve productivity. They can empower your workforce, reduce micromanaging, and they can reduce training costs and reduce rework costs. Well, who are they for? They're for everybody involved in your business, not just your techs. They're for management and ownership to ensure proper repairs are done consistently, regardless of technician or location. They're for your technicians in all departments. Helps drive efficiency, productivity, reduces missed procedures, redos, quality issues resulting from a missed or needed step, and accountability. They're for your customers. It ensures that their vehicles are fixed correctly, no quality concerns, no returns to the shop for missed operations or parts or redos, and increased CSI and customer experience. And they're for the manufacturers. Helps ensure proper repair methods are followed for customer safety, integrity of their brand, Reduce loss of new sales due to poor CSX or CSI from inconsistent repairs. So how many of these SOPs do I actually need? Well, while there's great arguments to have an SOP for every aspect of your business, like some industries do, I mean, you can create an SOP for how the bathroom should be cleaned, how to handle a canceled or missed appointment, or how to maintain every individual piece of equipment in your shop. But there are some basics that you should definitely have to start with. Number one, customer communications. It would cover greetings, regular updates to customers, explaining repair processes, addressing customer concerns. Number two, vehicle check-in or assessment. It would cover things like uh, customer interaction, vehicle inspection and documentation, damage assessment, initial estimate, and so on. Number three, disassembly and repair planning. It would cover things like meticulous disassembly and defined repair areas, other non-related damage visual grids. Number four, parts department. Define parts types. Define the ordering, receiving, mirror matching, and how to handle returns. Number five, the metal department. It would help explain process flow, metal, aluminum, plastic repair processes, grit selections, sign-offs to paint, things like that. Number six, paint department. It would include things like sign-offs from the metal department, prep, color matching, what an acceptable finish is defined, PPE. Number seven, reassembly. And that could be separate or could that be part of the metal or part of the disassembly one. It's all up to you. Number eight, detail department. I would define what the customer-ready condition is, pre-accident condition, presets on uh, the radios and uh, electronics, things like that. Number nine, final delivery. Well-defined, outstanding handoff to customer, 
follow-up and calls to action. 10. Safety procedures. You can detail all the safety protocols and measures that must be followed in the body shop. Things like personal protective equipment, PPE, uh, handling hazardous materials, fire safety, emergency response procedures. There's many, many, many things that you could have an SOP for, but just covering the basics is a great place to start. All right, already, I get it. So where do I even start? What would even be a good first step? I'm glad you asked. You can start by having a team meeting with everyone involved in your organization. Let them know your intentions. Let them know the reasons why, the benefits that everybody will realize, not just you, and ask them to be part of the process. That's probably the most important thing. You need their buy-in if you want them to follow this new set of instructions. Emphasize how much their expertise is valued in creating realistic, working documents that make sense. Don't be the boss that forces these things down their throats and doesn't include input from those actually doing the work. It'll never fly, and it'll be a total waste of time. And don't try to tackle this all by yourself. You'll be most successful if you gain some assistance from someone who has access to the right resources that's done these before, like your paint rep, or your job rep, or a coach, or a consultant. They can add tremendous value to this process and help get it done right in a shorter amount of time to boot. You can find some SOP templates if you search online. You can always start with someone else's and edit it as much as you need. Many of the product manufacturers have SOPs online on their websites, both in printed and in video formats. 3M has a vast amount of video SOPs for every aspect of the repair process. Most all the paint companies do as well. A quick online search or YouTube search can help you find some. Feel free to reach out to me for help as well. If you decide to just start from scratch or a very basic template, here's a few helpful hints. Number one, describe the task in detail. Number two, use pictures if available, because they are helpful. Number three, stress safety is necessary. Four, have some of your employees help in drafting those SOPs. Number five, get a buy-in from all your employees. Number six, make sure intended employees understand them. Number seven, set up a system to monitor them. Number eight, make sure to name the SOP accordingly. Also, I have a few suggestions to keep what you're writing effective, concise, and easily digestible for your team. Write procedures from the end user's perspective. Try to keep these practical from the point of view of those that will actually be using them. Keep them simple and on point. Write concisely, clearly, and follow a step-by-step -step format. Keep sentences brief. Use simple or common terms. Don't get creative here. Don't confuse instructions with overly technical words. Kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. Use precise wording. Never use generalized terms that don't define your meaning. Words like typical or general or usual or should do not enforce any consistent direction or execution of a directive. Make smart use of formatting. If your SOPs consist of long, dense paragraphs, chances are there's probably a better format available to use. Bullet lists are very effective if there are several parts to a specific process, and they are much easier to follow successfully in that format. Now, once you create a rough draft, with or without the help available through an outside resource, have several team members scrub through those SOPs to see if everything was caught and in the right order. Then make any edits necessary before printing to a PDF. Be sure to have those with your company name or logo on each one, uh, the title, give it a designated document number, and then add an index listing of all the documents 
and their numbers, and then assign it a revision date in the footer, as you'll need to revise these occasionally. Then all you need to do is build a binder to hold all your SOPs and produce enough of these so each employee has their very own. This is also a great tool to have when hiring new employees. They will have access to the exact operations and processes that you follow in your shop. This prevents seasoned techs from defaulting to how they worked at their last shop and provides the correct path for new-to-the-industry employees to follow. A great visual cue you can use is to post some of these SOPs in a high-traffic area where they'll be seen on a consistent basis. Just print out your PDF, blow it up to poster size, laminate it, and post it on a wall, or at a certain station, or on the front of the booth, or in the office for maximum effect. Lastly, as I mentioned, these will have to be updated on a regular basis. So as processes evolve, products change, technology advances, and your shop grows, I just went through this with one of my clients updating his shop SOPs that we created a while ago. Sure, it took some time and effort, but the results will be a finer-tuned shop and an even better customer experience. Well, that's all I had for you today. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate your support, and I hope you have a great week. I can always be reached at www.ricksillover.com, where you can find all my social media links, podcast episodes, blog posts, and much more. (laughs) 